Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Hello, 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 and welcome to another edition of the Niner Noise Podcast, part of the Fan Sided Podcast Network. My name is Robert Morrison. I'm a contributor at NinerNoise.com, and here with me is a fellow contributor, uh, Chris Wilson. Chris, the uh, 2021 NFL season is nearly upon us as we sit here. Uh, recording on this Wednesday night. By this time tomorrow, the NFL season will be officially kicked off and the first game will be nearing its conclusion. Uh, how you feeling, man? About that game? Yeah, not very good if I'm a Cowboys fan. <laughs> Both these teams feel a little overrated to me, but I'm going to pick the Tampa Bay Buccaneers over anybody in the NFC East. But in general, I'm feeling excellent. Thank you very much for asking. Sure. It's always been one of my favorite times of the year, as much as I love summer. I mean, summer is horrible around here since they decided to build the capital on like a swamp. So there's basically no humidity at all. But I do like taking vacations during the summer back when we could do that. But even when I can't go on vacation, at least I always know that September brings me some NFL football. Yeah. So, yes, I'm excellent. Absolutely. Good, Good to hear. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Um, I actually uh, bit the bullet this year and signed up for the for NFL the, Sunday ticket. Good man. Uh, because I can get it in my area without having to pay for uh, for DirecTV. So that was good. Um, no free ads, but, you know, there you go. Um, <laughs> so signed up for that. Looking forward to being able to, to watch football from the comfort of my own home and not have to go places to do it. Um, really what it was, was a, was a math problem. I figured out how much it would cost me to go someplace and like buy a drink or two and have something to eat and da, 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 da. And I'm like, well, if I divide the number of games that I get by the price of the NFL Sunday ticket, then it ends up being cheaper to to get the Sunday ticket and stay at home. So there you go. You know, speaking of that, they do have a educational discount yeah i tried that it's only for students actually and they have a system to check it's uh, I, I did check to see yeah, if i was eligible for that i was not uh, unfortunately oh i am well aware 
that they have a rather robust confirmation system. Didn't, didn't quite work out for me. Um, I thought, you know, I have a, an edu email address cause I work at a, at a college, but it didn't, it didn't work out for me, but, uh, it's a shame you don't know any students. Yeah, I, I, I did try. So, um, anyway, as we, uh, discussed on, uh, I suppose it's the, it was the last episode or the episode before last. We're taking on a, a little bit of a new plan of action here for the 2021 season. And we'll, we'll see how it goes. Uh, got some, some different things up in the air, but we'll, we'll get to that as we work throughout the year. But, uh, um, as we said, the plan is to cut this into sort of two separate episodes as opposed to try to get everything into one. Um, and so this is our first preview pod of the season. Um, and then, you know, in the follow-up, uh, at, at the end of the game on Sunday, uh, we'll return and, uh, have some reactions to how the game went. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to just really focus on just the one thing that's coming up at a time, and then we'll react to it after the game is over. And then we'll push this game away and we won't think about it again, unless of course it ends up having some repercussions on the season in the long term, which I don't anticipate that it will. Week Uh, one is where we start, just like everybody else, where the Niners will travel to Detroit to take on their old buddy Jared Goff and the Detroit Lions. Um, So um, we're going to take a little bit of time, first of all, to to sort of set the stage. Um, Kyle Shanahan did meet with the media uh, today to uh, sort of address where the team is heading into the, uh, the opening weekend. A um, couple of of key names that are uh, that did not practice during Wednesday's practice session uh, due to injury include uh, Javon Kinlaw, Emmanuel Mosley, and Kevin Givens. Um, that th- didn't appear that Kinlaw and Givens were major concerns as far as their ability to play, but um, I think what did he say? He said that he's holding out hope for Mosley or something like that. Um, which is not really a phrase you want your head coach to be saying about a starting cornerback heading into the first game of the season, but uh, but there we are. So hopefully that uh, he'll be in, in good shape to go. Uh, the other bit of news was that he mentioned those dreaded letters IR regarding uh, Jalen Hurd. That's the abbreviation for his middle names. Uh, relating to, Jar- to Jalen Hurd, who appears to be heading uh, there... Uh, to just kind of give him some time to get ready. That seems to be the understanding, right? Um, that they're going to put him there to to kind of allow him to try to work through these sort of lingering issues from the ACL surgery that he had last year. Um, I don't know. I'm 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 I was all for keeping him around, and because you don't want to like be the team that let him go, and then he goes and figures it out somewhere else. Um, but, uh, we're, we're definitely nearing the end of this, uh, this experiment, uh, from my perspective, I don't know what you think about it, Chris. I think it's been a total disaster, but the one thing that could make it worse is letting him go and him blowing up somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's unfortunate. Like it, I was, I was reading something today. It was like anybody who gives the 49ers a hard time about this is just out of their minds. Like they, they picked a player and it appears that from his skill set that he would have been a useful player. It's not their fault that he had a back injury and then freakishly tore his ACL after returning from the back injury. I mean, these are completely random fluky things that have happened to, to the kid. And it, it's not like they, this is not a, this is not a miss in the way that like, I don't know, missing on somebody like a Ruben Foster was where the red flags were all there and you took them anyway. And that blew up in your face. Who could have seen this coming, right? Um, <laughs> so, 
the the it, it it's just unfortunate um for for herd and hopefully he'll be able to sort through it and maybe you know come back if they do end up putting him on ir on the ir they can uh, bring him back for later in the season and maybe he can be useful i don't know we shall see it's like i said last week i'll believe it when i see it and i totally get why they're doing it when he's out there he looks like he can play some ball and with his college history he seemed like a very interesting selection I know he's a fan favorite at first, but yep. I have to assume that the fans are getting a little bit tired of him. But I can see why we're giving him one last shot for the second or third time. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Right, and and because they want to give him a chance to succeed. That's basically it. Yeah, it makes sense. It's just unfortunate that we had to lose a player or two in the process just so we can keep him around in his embroidered seat in the training room. Yeah, I, I, I kind of get the impression that that was the plan all along because um, otherwise you let him go and, and then hope it doesn't blow up in your face again. So, but there you go. Um, some good news in on the injury front. However, we have um, Brandon Ayuk, D Ford, Nick Bosa, Aaron Banks, Dre, Dre Aaron Banks, Dre Greenlaw. That's that. Those are hard names back and forth. <laughs> um, and don't Jason, say Aaron Banks and... It'll be easier. And <laughs> I'm good. Um, and Jason Verrett, we're all full, full participants in Wednesday's practice. That's good news, um, especially for Ford and Bosa, who are both coming off uh, pretty big injuries from last year. So good to see uh, them. I think Shanahan also mentioned that he doesn't expect either Ford or Bosa to be on a pitch count for the game on Sunday, but that obviously how many snaps that they play will end up having will have something to do with the personnel that D'Amico Ryans chooses to use them for and that sort of thing. So I think that's a little gamesmanship to a certain extent. Um, I think you have to be careful with both of them, but uh, yeah, that's good. Good news on all fronts there. E4 doesn't really play a whole ton of snaps when he's perfectly healthy. So I don't think he'll be on too much of a pitch count as much as he'll Probably only being on obvious passing downs. Right, yeah. But like we discussed earlier, the player I'm really excited about returning is Aaron Banks. <laughs> oh, boy. But then you unfortunately told me that it is not possible to trade him to the Lions before the game starts. Yeah, yeah pretty sure not. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I find this news very troubling. <laughs> So I guess otherwise he will be banished to the <laughs> the inactive list. Yeah. 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 Either that or the eighth extra offensive lineman spot. Either way, he'll be on the bench probably without a uniform. Yeah. Prob- yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. I mean, we could talk about that in, at another time, but it's neither here nor there. Um, the other. I will not talk poorly about Aaron Banks today. OK, I like it. I like it. Or anybody else for that matter. How about that? There we, there we go. I like I, I, the good news there. Um, the other bit of news is, you know, the biggest shock of of the uh, the season so far. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo officially the starting quarterback uh, for the San Francisco 49ers. What? I know. Shocking. The 49ers? Right? Um, who could have seen that coming? What? That's um, crazy. <laughs> really shocking. Um, so he. But what about the non quarterback competition competition? Yeah, I don't know what happened there. Um and then um, as far as uh, Trey Lance is concerned, the team is sort of in a they're going to wait and see see how he reacts to to practice throughout the rest of the week and see kind of where he is. Um, obviously, with the 
the practice squad rules uh, returning to the way that they were um, last season uh, in 2020. They can elevate a uh, practice squad quarterback, Nate Sudfeld, if they need to, to bring him up. Championship. If uh, Lance is not good to go, which would be just like the biggest like wah wah um, <laughs> kind of moment um, for. Hey, what about juice for Lance? Oh, that's true. Uh, for Lance to miss his first NFL game because of the tiny broken bone in his finger. So, uh, yeah. Wait. So think actually we have Kinlaw too. Uh, <laughs> well maybe not um he claims that he can play quarterback I, I would love to see it love to see it um <laughs> so anyway uh fingers crossed uh for good news see what i did there you see what i did there you got it oh yeah i did i was totally ignoring it just yeah thanks pretending it didn't happen uh, <laughs> but yeah this is why you tune in to the nine noise podcast bringing you all the breaking news from six months ago for example that Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be the day one starting quarterback. <laughs> Absolutely. No surprise there. I, I I mean, looked like Lance was throwing today in practice. So it's just kind of see if they feel comfortable with him having to go in the game, if he'll be comfortable throwing the ball, that sort of thing. We'll see how it goes. Um, so anyway, um, as I was saying uh, for this season, our goal is to have um, this preview pod be, you know, a kind of short focus on um, the upcoming opponent. Um, and the way that we're going to do this is, you know, kind of similar to the the format that we've used over the last two years of the podcast where we had the sort of one up, one down kind of thing. And I sort of like the dichotomy of like a good and a bad type of thing. Well, you don't like us when I turn into 15 up and 15 down. Yeah, really. And and someday I think you'll follow the rules. Um, Picasso would disapprove. Um, and so <laughs> the goal here is to to help us look at the 49ers upcoming opponent, looking at one reason for optimism from the 49ers perspective and one reason for concern based specifically about the opponent that's coming up. So for this week, we will look at the Detroit Lions. But before we get into that, we do need to take a short break for a quick word from our sponsors. This episode of the Non-Noise Podcast is brought to you by the podcast-approved Manscaped.com. As you well know, thanks to our boss's shrewd negotiation skills, we have a special offer for all of our beloved Non-Noise Podcast listeners on the one and only Performance Package 4.0, as well as the Perfect Package 4.0. You can check them out at manscaped.com and receive an additional 20% off in free shipping when you use the code FANSIDED20 at checkout. I'm sure you'll agree that I have talked ad nauseum about Manscaped's state-of-the-art grooming products, but today I'm excited to announce their brand spanking new Peak Hygiene Plan, a membership club that delivers your choice of grooming gear from fresh blades to refills of your favorite Manscaped products. Each plan is set to your schedule, from order frequency to the shipping date, and each order is fully customizable, so you'll always receive exactly what you want, exactly when you need it. And to top it off, you can also purchase additional products at discounted VIP pricing. Now this sounds like a deal that would break the bank, but fear not. A typical fellow manscaper receives a peak hygiene plan shipment every three months for the low manscaped price of... Wait for it. Less than $5 a month. And as an added bonus, the Peak Hygiene Plan also comes with Manscaped's new Platinum Warranty. As long as you're a member, Manscaped will send you a brand new lawnmower or weed whacker trimmer if anything ever goes wrong. 
for the rest of your life. So jump on this promo because it won't last long. Head over to manscaped.com to get 20% off and free shipping with the code FANSIDED20. 20% off, free shipping, code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. All right, we are back. Thanks for our uh, sponsors for uh, bringing us the podcast this week. We certainly appreciate you uh, joining us for the Niner Noise podcast. So, Chris, we're going to start with you. Um, and we're going to start with the good. Um, so, Chris, a reason for optimism for the 49ers for the matchup against the Lions. I'm pretty optimistic. And not just about this game, but just about life in general. And you know me. I'm the, I barely have anything negative to say about anybody. Just, I'm just like straight optimism. Like, it's my middle name. Yeah, never. Or, actually, I have like two middle names. It's like my third middle name. Take that, Jalen. There was actually a time in my life when I was very optimistic, but that time was in the past. Now I'm more of a realist. So aside from that, the 49ers, although they need to travel to the Eastern time zone, get to begin the season and work out the kinks that will always be there for a team at week one and during the beginning of the year. Rookies and players never played together and new coaches Everyone needing to get on the same page. But the positive thing about that, because that sounds sort of negative, I'm optimistic because they get to play a horrible team. <laughs> or at least an inferior opponent, I'd say. At least an inferior opponent. Because it's not like we can just determine that they've already won this game. They need to play it. And if they're not up for it and the other team's up for it, then they'll lose it, just like any team would lose to any other team. So you've got to be up for it and... You know, this is a squad that you rarely see just come out totally flat. I mean, I, I can remember only a, really a, a handful of times when it mattered that the Niners came out and they just weren't ready to play. So I think they'll be ready to play. Some of the young guys will be excited. If have someone like Lenore playing, that could be interesting. It would be a lot more interesting if the Lions had wide receivers. But still, he's a guy that might take you know, maybe a drive or two to realize that he shouldn't be worried about what's happening to him at the moment and instead focus on the game. But you know, all in all, I'm just happy that they're in a position where they're playing somebody that they should beat. And if they don't beat, then I'm just going to cry on your virtual shoulder during the recap episode. Hopefully they win. Uh, yeah, I think my reason for optimism is focused on on the fact that the the lions are not very good either um but you mentioned the sort of sense of newness that is often centering around the week one of the nfl season there's a lot of new things going on in uh in detroit this season they have a new general manager they have a new coach who apparently likes to talk about uh biting teams kneecaps and uh drinks a whole heck of a lot of espresso is my understanding campbell big espresso guy and a big kneecap guy well pounding espressos all day long is probably not the best thing for your health given some of our recent coaching hires i don't think we're in a place <laughs> to judge dan campbell's high energy let's just put let's just put it that way I heard that um, about chris forster too yes but he's new he's he's never been a a full-time head coach i think he was the interim head coach for a couple of games in miami several years ago but this is his first like full head coaching job and he's just got that sort of like big energy sort of rah rah like rile him up type of thing 
going on. So it'll be interesting to see how that how that works, um, especially because if you look at this roster for the Lions, there are a lot of holes there um, and it's going to be a big rebuilding project for them over the the course of the next uh, probably several years. Um, A lot of older players um, and a lot of younger players, you know, possibly very similar to the way that the 49ers were, you know, back in 2017 when when Shanahan and Lynch arrived, but not making comparison there. But in terms of like the way the roster was uh, constructed, I think there's there's some relationship there. But ultimately, my reason for optimism is that the Rams used to have Jared Goff and Shanahan was able to beat them with supposedly, you know, superior play calling that Sean McVay provides uh, in Los Angeles. But um, now Jared Goff is in Detroit and he has um, not Sean McVay anymore. And uh, the the uh, Anthony Lynn, the former Chargers coach, is the the uh, the new offensive coordinator in in uh, Detroit, who uh, frankly doesn't strike too much fear into me. Um, and so uh, Goff has lost, uh, I believe, his last four matchups against uh, a Kyle Shanahan team in San Francisco. Um, and the uh, there is a, a veritable dearth of uh, skill position players in Detroit. A couple of decent players, you know, DeAndre Swift is a good running back. You know, I think TJ Hawkins, Hawkinson is a a decent if underperforming for the number eight overall pick tight end. Um, But the wide receiver group is thin and young and or old and not particularly. That's how you teach you like the first day of GM school strong. I I, I don't know. It's just, it's perfect. (laughs) Yeah. It's, 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 there's not a lot there. The cupboard is not particularly uh, not bare, but not, uh, the what's in there is you know expired lesser than so uh i'm optimistic Goff's going for like 400 yards this weekend <laughs> maybe um <laughs> actually i think it's more likely that he has one of those like he has one of those like 97 yard games than <laughs> than 400 but there you go um so yeah the optimism is mostly because i think there's not really a whole lot to worry about with this lions team it's basically the long and the short of that so um all right so that's the optimism but Chris, because we have to be reasonable, um, is there any reason for concern as we head into this game on Sunday against the Lions? I'm a little bit concerned about the injury news. You said that you weren't concerned about Ken Law. A couple of days ago, I was trying to figure out what it was, and there was no information about it whatsoever. The beat writers just listed him as injury with no parentheses. It's an it's a knee injury, I think, is what they said. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I know now what it is because they, they talked about it today. But up until then, like Shanahan has been totally silent about it. Ken Law has been totally silent about it. I mean, he's in interviews, not even spoken of it, and they just won't tell anybody what it is. And just a lack of communication concerns me. This is a concern section, right? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Okay. Yes, maybe I'm struggling here to come up with the concern. <laughs> You're doing a great job. It does. You're doing a great job. It concerns me. And then as well as Mosley, it's sounding more and more like he's not going to play, which means it's probably going to be Lenore time. I don't think we have Dante Johnson on the roster at this specific moment. He's on the practice squad, so he could be elevated for the game. If Mosley is inactive for whatever reason, I think they can elevate. Or if he's inactive for a injury, I believe they can elevate Dante Johnson for the game. Yeah, so it's always a possibility. And that will 
continue throughout our lifetimes. <laughs> For 4,000 years, Dante Johnson. Just because it's late on Wednesday night. It's very, very possible that Dante Johnson at 75 years old is going to be like starting corner for the 49ers <laughs> on Sunday. <laughs> well, either him or Josh Norman, right? He's not on there the practice squad, is he? No, no, he's on the roster. So I read somewhere that he was on the practice squad and doesn't mm, make not sense. That I saw he's on the roster right now. So, I mean, I'm looking at the 49ers website, so I'm going to go with that being accurate. But I read that from somebody on Twitter when it just broke. A liar. Did you hear it from a liar? I think I just heard it from um, Schefter, one of those NFL insiders. I don't know. Is Schefter a liar? I don't know. Not usually, but there you go. Have you noticed that he's now doing fantasy predictions? (laughs) You got to do something, I guess. Um, Um, Stick to your day job, bro. (laughs) That's all I got to say about that. Because I like you a lot, but oh my goodness. Maybe he was too busy trying to figure out like what player plays and whatever on earth he does to come up with his predictions and was lacking on that, but it's probably somebody else anyway. Like Schefter with his name spelled the wrong way. It doesn't really matter. I can't see him playing much more likely that Dante Johnson's in wherever he might be. They released Dante Johnson initially to sign Josh Norman and then eventually released somebody else and brought back Dante Johnson on the practice squad. So whatever, there you go. Six of one, I guess. Do you think he ever left the building? No. I mean, he probably did like for official, like he probably had to leave. Like you, like Dante, you got to go across the street, <laughs> grab a coffee and then you can come on back and we'll let you back I in. I bet you they have like a shed for him. You know, that's like air conditioned. That's like right <laughs> off the property. <laughs> that's messed up. That's real messed up. <laughs> he just goes over to great America. It's all good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They give him the, the Dante Johnson one day pass and he just goes and rides the roller coasters. Ride a few roller coasters, comes back. Hey guys, I'm back. Hey oh, Dante, good. have a good time. We were yep. just about to call Welcome you. Welcome back. Now go ahead and grab your jersey out of the shed and uh, yeah, you're starting on Sunday. All right, cool. There we go. Get out there. Get out there, buddy. <laughs> good stuff. Yeah. Um. So, so concern, I, I think my concern is basically sort of in, in line with yours. Um. I think there are a couple of places where depth is going to be an issue. Um. The only reason that like a Kinlaw or a Kevin Givens doesn't give me too much concern is because that's like the deepest part of this team, right? We have, I think like 10 defensive linemen, interior, um, linemen yeah. on the team. So, right. So if Kinlaw and Givens are both out, we still have DJ Jones and um, uh, Zach Kerr to sort of fill in. And of course, Eric Armstead is an interior pass rusher on passing down. So not ideal, but it would be okay. But if you lose somebody like Mosley, um, that's, that's a problem for sure. Um, but the other concern really is just the depth along the offensive line, which we already sort of alluded to. Um, I think if the lions have a strength, um, <laughs> that was mean. Um, <laughs> that was extremely mean. Yeah, but I would not cut that out by the way. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. Um, it's probably, they have some, some, you know, solid def- defensive linemen, you know, some older, but still solid defensive linemen. Jamie Collins is a, yeah. is a linebacker that they have that's on the team. Michael Brockers is, uh, um, on the the Lions roster now, so they have you know a decent pass rush that if you are not stout enough uh, on the offensive line, that they can cause some trouble. Um, and I have no concerns about our starting offensive line at this particular juncture. Um, well, it, I may be proven wrong later, but I think we're in pretty good shape there. But after that, I don't know. So 
the the depth at the off and the offensive line is a concern and the secondary as we already sort of alluded to i don't think that this team is a team that's going to make us pay for our secondary depth um let's just say that um but uh but the secondary depth in general uh, is going to be something to pay attention to as we move through the season. We just need to stay healthy, like we say every year. Correct. Yes, absolutely. Which is true of anybody. Um, it's true of anybody. All right. So let's go ahead and move into our predictions um, for the, the game. The stakes so are high. This season we've added a little bit. The stakes are high. Um, well, not really, not really high, but uh, they are. They exist. They didn't exist before. Before we were just saying them and nothing happened. Ten grand um, limit, right? Yeah, something like that. So what we decided to do is we decided to make to to add a few a little stakes um, to to this situation. So. Um, just like we have in the years past, Chris and I are going to continue to make predictions, wins, losses, scores. Um, but this year we're going to keep a tally of correct picks. So I'm going to keep a track of who says what for each week. And we're going to, um, have the, like the actual score and all that sort of thing. And what we'll do is at the end of the year, the person with the fewer correct predictions will buy a piece of Niner related merch for the winner. So the loser has to buy something for the winner and you know, it'll be reasonable. It'll be, you know, like a 20, $25 item maximum kind of thing. And we'll, we'll figure that out. Um, as we move along, $2,500, it's not, not $2,500, 25, like two, five. Oh, like, it's like secret Santa. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Who has to us $2,500 uh, around, but, um, and then for the tiebreaker on the off chance that we both predict the same amount of correct games, um, will be uh, how close we predict the scores. So the scores can't just be sort of like randomly thrown out there. It's sort of the margin of, of victory type of thing. It's sort of like in soccer, like goal differential if you're if you're tied. So that's that's the way we're going to play this. So it doesn't necessarily matter what score we choose. It's just point differential, correct? Um, I feel like that'd be really difficult otherwise. In my mind, it was like how close we get to the score that actually takes place. Okay. You just take both points and look at the difference between the two. Yeah. yeah I mean, not yeah. that it matters. It's like the same thing, but I just want to know the rules, you know, so I can win. Yeah. So you want to try to keep it as close to what you actually think the score is as possible. That makes it tough. Okay. Yeah, it does. It does. But, you know, we'll try to make it interesting for the, the listeners out there. It's so. all for the listeners. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and start um, this one. So for week one of the 2021 NFL season, I am going to predict that the 49ers will win the game 31 to nine. Um, Blowout city. I just don't know how. In, I don't know how in the world this Lions offense is going to score points, um, especially if the 49ers defense is anything is as good as it appears that it might be. Um, I think it's going to be a tough day for the Lions, and I think the Niners find a way to to put some points on the board, maybe even defensive points on the board. Uh, got not one, but two 49ers players who might play this year who have pick sixed uh, Jared Goff. <laughs> I know one's Warner. Who's the other one? Kinlaw. Oh, geez. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you forget that, man? That's that's amazing. I remember the Fred Warner because that like defined our season. That made us. Right. It made it all happen, you know? Yeah. No, the Kinlaw. Just funny and awesome. The Kinlaw one was he was dropping back into pass protection or pass coverage for some reason. 
Because that's something you want to do with them. And somehow Jared Goff missed the giant man in the middle of the field and threw it right to him. It's amazing. And then he rumbled. and That whole defense would make a lot more sense if you had like a skinnier guy out there. <laughs> it still worked. That's the amazing part. Just grab the it biggest guy on the field and drop him into coverage. Um, so there we go. Well, he was breathing through his mouth at the time. So. <laughs> Maybe. All right, Chris, what's your prediction for the game? Oh, I need this. Yeah, yeah you still got to go. I'm not coming in that hot because I don't have the, well, let's just keep this PG. I appreciate it. I don't have the guts to make a call like that on the first game out. Instead, I'll just play it safer and stick to a score somewhere near the Vegas line. And our friends, and actually they're not my friends at all. I don't even know them. But they're not always fan-sided, media friends and partner. Win bet. We didn't even ask us for a plug here, so you're welcome. It's kind enough to give us the lines each week, and uh, they have this line at seven and a half right now. That's like serious business if you're over a touchdown, because not a lot of people want to bet that a team is going to beat another team by more than a touchdown. You know, you put that back at seven or, or six and a half, and it's a totally different ball game. So the fact that it's over seven is significant, and the other odd thing is that there's an over under, it's currently 45, but it's been dropping. All the tickets are coming in on the under. So all that is good for the 49ers because basically they're saying that they're going to beat the Lions by more points than originally thought. And the score is going to be lower, which means that the Lions aren't going to score any points. So you very well may be right. I might be spending $2,500 on you. Yay. Uh, seven and a half, 45, so 26.25 to 18.75. Yeah, sure. Would be the implied score right now. So per science, that's the final score I'm going with. Yeah, that's not, you can't score 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Just 8.25. <laughs> it's not possible. Yeah. You know, I'm going to lose this whole thing just because I can't do that. Because <laughs> you, over, you overthink yeah. it. <laughs> I'd never overthink anything. I don't know what you're talking about. That's yeah. true. I've, I've never, never been accused of that ever. Really? No, no, no. Of course, I was lying. It's on the under, but it really hasn't moved drastically. So probably the big money's not on the under. And it's sort of weird that it's on the under because I can see this being a blowout. So I think I'll give the Niners three quarters of a point <laughs> up to 27. Okay. And I really want to give him 26 because Robbie Gold's going to miss an extra point, but I didn't want to, you know, go under the 26.25. Uh, and then how about, how about 10 points? Okay. I was originally thinking 17. So like three touchdowns, two field goals first, two touchdowns and one field goal, but you sort of talked me out of that. Okay. So you're saying 27-10, is that the yeah. the, the final? Yeah, 27-10, so that's way off of what the line is. Yeah. Well, I had the line higher, but I also went the under as, as well, so that worked out. This is like serious YOLO time for me right now. So yeah, <laughs> 27-10, I just changed my idea on the spot, and that's going to be my best and final offer. So... Niners hit the over, but they limit the Detroit offensive juggernaut <laughs> to a pair of scores, and that forces the total 
under Vegas expectations. So I think it's it's not as gutsy of a call as yours. I mean, it's pretty close. We're not we're not that far apart, really. I just you know have them not scoring any touchdowns and and getting four more points. So it's pretty close. I feel like that would be a pretty epic blowout if they win by your expected amount. But I mean, I'd be very happy with a twenty-seven to ten. Win. I'm not happy with like a one to nothing win. You know, if you yeah, could do that, yeah, absolutely. But <laughs> we just score an extra point. Two to nothing would be really awesome. And not that you can't do that. Pretty yeah, sure that's I awesome. don't think you can either. <laughs> hey, we kept it short, man. <laughs> we did it. We did it. We survived the first uh, preview pod of the year. I'm excited. I had so many good stories to tell too. And I, I, I believe you. We'll we'll set it. We'll we'll set you up your own like story time with with Chris <laughs> sub feed or something like that. Um, if you want to like jump in and just record randomly because we love we know you love to monologue and we can't we don't want to take that away from you so but yeah i, I don't do it and like ruin this podcast more than i already do so i'm gonna have to do that like on my own well that's why we're giving you your own feed so you can worry about that okay time. yeah yeah I'll, yeah i'll talk to the people at Midimedia. i'm sure they'll be all about yeah, that we'll, we'll <laughs> let you know where you can find it listeners so uh my target demographic is gonna be me. <laughs> be on the look, be on the lookout for that. Uh, consistently gonna be 100% starting in twenty twenty two. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to wait that long. It's like a couple of weeks oh, from now. Okay. I'm be like, oh. okay. <laughs> then we'll let you know when that comes out. I guess. Um, thanks. <laughs> Story time with Chris. There you go. I like it. <laughs> thanks everybody uh, for listening to this episode of the Niner Noise Podcast, part of the Fan Sided Podcast Network. As always, check out NinerNoise.com for your latest 49ers news and analysis. And be sure to rate and subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. And as uh, we uh, talked about last week, if you leave us a review and include a question, we'll give you a shout out on the air and answer that question. Uh, just to kind of thank you for, uh, for that good review. And of course, uh, share the podcast with all your fellow 49er fan friends. So until next time, let's sound the horn, 49ers. <laughs>
with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.